0: Welcome to episode number 210 of the Canadian Prepper Podcast. We're recording on July the 30th, 2023. My name's Eric, host of the show, based in Southern Ontario, hunter, target shooter, ham radio operator, and of course, computer geek. Uh, as a first responder, witnessed an over-reliance on emergency services during major events and started a small preparedness company to help people get better prepared for at least 72 hours, if not longer.
1: And I'm Jeff. I'm based in Central Ontario. I'm a target shooter, ham radio operator, general overall handyman, and weather nerd.
2: And I'm Terry. I live in sunny central Ontario as well. I'm a starving wannabe author, a pathetic hunter, a mediocre fisherman, and an aspiring prepper.
0: going to fit in just fine that, here, Terry.
2: That's quite the card, eh?
0: <laughs> welcome back to another episode.
2: You're welcome. Happy to be here.
0: If you want to uh, help support the show and keep the Canadian Prepper Podcast on the air, you can buy some swag. We've got uh, the Canadian Prepper Podcast t-shirt and the Tactical Velcro patch available at prepperpodcast.ca. All the proceeds help keep the lights on and the backup generator fueled.
1: And if you're enjoying the show, please take a few minutes and like us on Facebook and submit a review on iTunes. Also, we want your feedback, good or bad. And this is the important one. If there's a topic you want us to cover, you need some help here, folks. Uh, email us at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca.
0: And I'll mention in there too, we used to do the call out quite often for uh, any guest speakers or people that want to come and, uh, and participate in the panel. If you've got a, an expertise or something you want to talk about in the preparedness world, shoot us an email at uh, feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. We'd love to get you on. No need to have a camera. If you don't want the camera on, you can use a fake name if you want and all you need is a microphone, because so we need to at least be able to hear you. So, said, uh throw an email in at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. And uh, we've got some, uh, this is going to be shocking, so everybody ready? Prepper content for you in this episode. Weird, right? <laughs> we're going to start off with some recent news. We're going to update our personal preps, and then uh, we'll get into the main topic. And we're debriefing the annual preppers meet. So, let's move
1: into the news. So... uh not that we haven't had problems already with um, antibiotics and, you know, different medications and all that with um, supply chain issues and all that stuff. Um, A uh, Pfizer plant in Rocky Mount, North Carolina was extensively damaged by a tornado uh, back on the 25th. And they're already uh, sending advisories out to local hospitals and stuff that there is the potential for there obviously to be, be shortages of uh, medical supplies and things coming up. They specifically mentioned, uh, let me find the article here, uh, epinephrine, uh, which I believe is actually an EpiPens, if I'm not mistaken. Correct, yep. Uh, for allergic reactions. Uh, fentanyl for severe pain. They could just go to the local druggie down the street. I don't know why that's there, but... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> not and, that we uh, can that. That's true, that's true. <laughs> and um, lidocaine, which is a another pain blocker that um, hospitals in that use. So, you know, they've already, like I said, they, and I'm sure there's others, but those are the, the three ones they, they mentioned. Uh, there's about 30 products that they produce out of that factory. So um, yeah, look for some empty shelves uh, coming soon, probably.
0: That's interesting. I had heard some rumblings uh, the last couple of days about shortages of medication and people starting to ask questions about it. Uh, I had not heard about that. So that kind of ties everything into why I'm hearing rumblings about uh, shortages on medication and such again. So that's, that's a supply chain, right? We've seen that all through COVID and now we're seeing it with uh, some natural disasters. So,
1: and it doesn't help too, if you're uh if you're Canadian, um, when, I mean, it probably affects part of the U.S. too as well. That um, we had a strike at the port. Uh, port workers went on strike in Vancouver for 13 days. They didn't unload a single ship. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of politics going on. They rejected the last offer. Now it looks like the government's going to mandate them back to work because they, we, we just, we just can't have supplies and you know medicine and all that stuff just sitting on a ship out in the middle of the ocean waiting forever. So um, I'm not going to play politics here. I'm not going to say it's right, wrong to to force them back, but um, it is what it is.
0: Yep. Nope. Fair enough. All right. Should we uh, move into what we've done lately for preps?
1: Well, I guess I'm first up again. Um, Considering (laughs) I'm the the only other one here besides you, Eric. So all the other ones. Terry's here too. Yeah, Terry's here, and the rest of them just uh, decided that that you know
0: they wanted to get covered in glitter. Yeah, Go five and, pounds
1: you know, of it. That, that they just <laughs> they just felt this wasn't important anymore. So you know whatever uh, you know what
2: um, it is, what it is. I just exactly. hope I'm not scaring away the company. That's all.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's it at all, Terry.
1: <laughs> no,
2: no, I'm not that intimidating. Believe <laughs>
1: me, <laughs> I uh, I've done some food prep. I did some fuel rotation. Did a bunch of yard work and finishing up my firewood for two years from now. So, Nice. Almost finished.
0: Awesome. Uh, for myself, I had a week off from uh, from work, so uh, we went out camping over the weekend, took little ones, little rugrats out, uh, did some uh, tent camping. That was fun. I uh, was able to bring my ham radio gear with me and kind of test out some of my portable setup. Uh, Dial a few things in, change a couple things around. As always, there's always something to change, modify, or or improve on, right? So I was able to play around with that. Uh, Met up with the local uh, ham radio club here in town for just a quick coffee. So a couple of them did a quick uh, impromptu meet. So I ran down, had a quick coffee. uh, Helped out one of the uh, ham radio club guys with... uh, doing a repair on their tower. So I did more uh, observing and learning than I did, uh, helping with anything, but uh, a couple of the guys are experienced tower climbers. So they, uh, climbed up, took some parts down and, and we did a quick assessment on the parts and it's still a pending project, but, uh, it was kind of neat to see, uh, how to climb a tower, how to take some parts off of it and what's actually up on the top. Cause uh, I didn't have the opportunity to see that before. So it was neat to, to be, uh, to be there and just kind of run around and get random parts when they needed it and tools and things like that. But it was, uh, that was cool to see. Uh, and then made some contacts here on uh, the radio at the house. Uh, fired it up actually last night and was able to get to uh, Romania, Israel, and Bulgaria, all off of a wire in the backyard and the 100 watts here on the uh, the Kenwood radio, that uh, same one we used in episode 199 where we did the, uh, the HF demonstration. So I was kind of pleased with that. The bands were very nice to me last night.
2: Oh, and for me, well, I was... I've been working up this here hot tent setup. I've been putting, starting to put this together since last spring, and I got a little wood stove at Princess Auto, and it's a kind of a cute little thing. It works in there, and I got a cot, and I went and spent the big bucks for a Canadian military sleep system from one of our vendors at the Prepper's Meet this year, so I'm tickled about that. So I should be all set up for some cold-weather camping this winter. Awesome. That was my thing to do this last little while. I, I did a little rainy, rainy weather camping too. Yeah, yes, a couple of times. Got damp. <laughs> <laughs> was never hey, deterred though. That was just fun. Yeah. You break It's not, out it's the not soap, camping.
0: It's no. not camping if you're not damp.
2: No, it's it's just got to happen. Yeah. Break out the soap <laughs> and make the best of it. You know, and just you shower it. up while you're at it. Mm-hmm. You got it.
0: Yeah, that uh, a little stove I guess would be pretty good too in the wintertime to keep things warm.
2: It should be all right, so, I think. It was, uh, yeah. wasn't was a bad little rig. Yeah, nice. I, uh, well, we're going to find out. I played around a little bit there before the weather warmed up, but didn't do any overnights, and I was too chicken. Uh, I uh, wanted that enough. extra sleeping bag first in <laughs> case the fire went out.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
2: I like my comforts, you know.
0: Yep. Well, hey, you know, what? there's nothing wrong with comfort. Just <laughs> because you're preparedness minded doesn't mean you can't be comfortable too. That's
2: right. That's yeah. right. <laughs>
0: All right, well, with that, let's move into the main topic, shall we? We've got uh, Terry here tonight to debrief us on the annual prepper's meet. Uh, He's known around the annual prepper's meet as the Grand Pumbaa. I've seen that on your name tag quite a number of times. Uh,
2: uh, (laughs) Yeah, uh, thanks to uh, Terry for that.
0: Yep, it's uh, it's a great meet. Uh, I know we've talked about it for quite uh, quite a few episodes uh, on the podcast here. Uh, Unfortunately, I was not able to make this year's meet, but uh, I have been out uh, to pretty much all of them in the past. And it's uh, it's a it's a great uh, great experience, great group of people, and uh, we thought we'd take the time to uh, to debrief and talk about what happened. So those of you that uh, couldn't make it can hear what uh, what went on this year at the meet, uh, and those of you that did make it out, if uh, you want to take uh, some time and reminisce about uh, what happened, uh, that's your opportunity. So uh, we'll turn it over to you, Terry. We'll do, uh, like I said, just a conversation style here with you. And if you want okay. to start running us through what happened and we'll ask questions as we go and share some stories.
2: Okay. Well, first and foremost, the 2023 annual Preppers meet was a resounding success. Our biggest and best show ever. Um, at the best turnout ever. We had over 200 attendees come this year. And uh, we we're blessed of course, to have Dieter and Kat host us once again at their, at their place there in Desbro. Uh Thanks very much to them for, for what they did and, for putting up with us all the time and for all the hard work they've done and for sharing their, sharing their space with us. And again, we'd like to thank all the hardworking people that helped us out, you know, all the volunteers and staff that work behind the scenes to make this thing happen. It's a uh, quite the logistic, uh, beast to get, get all this movement to get everybody settled into a camping space and get all the vendors set up and everything working right. The shuttling of people back and forth and so on. So,
0: it's, yeah. it's awesome to see behind the scenes work. Uh,
2: oh, because yeah, not
0: everybody realizes how much it takes to actually make something like that work. People no, just assume, Oh, you just point me at a campsite and that's it. And everything just runs <laughs> uh, the guys at the preppers meet, like all the volunteers in the background, everybody coordinating things. It's just awesome to watch because you never notice that it's there. Things no. just run smoothly. Yeah, it's pretty and smooth. It's, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. It's just fantastic.
2: Everybody but it just jumps a ton in and of work. Part Yeah. 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 That was great. We had some great vendors this year uh, that come and support us every year. So Jay wanted to make sure that we put a big thank you plug in for all the sponsors and vendors that uh, make this thing possible and everybody that helped out to put it all together.
0: Yeah, and those that want, uh, if you, I think we'll list them off here, but if uh, if you're looking for a list as well, there'll be a copy in the uh, in the show notes attached to the podcast episode, uh, and it'll be attached to the audio version that, that gets posted out to uh, YouTube and all the other locations. So uh, there'll be a list. I'll get some hyperlinks in there too, if I can get the links into the vendors so you can yeah, check them I,
2: out. Yeah, uh, that didn't work for me. For whatever the reason, when I copied that over, I lost all my hyperlinks there, so.
0: It's so all good. Uh, that's why I'm the computer nerd. I'll figure it out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hope you can fix it up. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wrestled with that. I wrestled with that. But Anyhow, I guess for me, the highlight of this year was, uh, was all the new connections we made. There was a lot of new people turned out this year, a lot of new faces, a lot of, a, a lot of repeat faces from before. And uh, one of the joys of this thing is reconnecting with the people and meeting all the new folks that, that come. Uh, a lot of new faces are on our Facebook page as well, uh, you know, people from far away that, that can't attend for whatever the reason or they live too far away and so on, but yeah, there's a lot of new bodies, so welcome to everyone and uh, to everyone that did come to the show, both new and old, That's I hope you've all got something from it and something to take home that you can run with and work on for next year.
0: That's the part I always enjoyed about uh, about coming out to the, the preppers meet is there's always the, the same people that you know, you recognize from the first year. Mm-hmm. And then the second year there's new people, but then the people you saw from the first year and then the third year, there's the first and second year people and the new people for the third year, but everybody kind of remembers, if not names, at least faces. And, yeah. you know, we get chatting about things. You get to catch up with people about what they've done in those for the last year. And okay. everyone's just willing to to talk and, and share experiences and knowledge and, and, kind of get information across uh, and they're willing to listen to you too because everybody realizes they've got strengths and weaknesses so it's it's a really neat dynamic of people exactly. I, i've always enjoyed coming back and just like i said coming across all kinds of new folks coming across the old the old crew uh you just it's a very welcoming environment
2: oh yeah very welcoming and we have all kinds of folks there you know uh, yeah. don't ever be deterred you know we have no young and old and we have folks in walkers and wheelchairs and, you know, all kinds, just, just don't be, don't be scared away. I don't think that you're not welcome no matter what you're always welcome there. It's a very welcoming, accommodating group of folks. Yeah. Let's see, where are we going next here?
0: Yeah, let's touch on, uh, let's actually touch on the the sponsors. So who was sponsored this year and really for what I remember every year for the uh, APM?
2: Yes, well, the good old Bryden Solutions, you know they're uh, an emergency f- food and outdoor providers, yep. and, and every year Bryden steps up and sponsors the preppers yep. meet, and they always have a number of items in the in the raffle. That are always a popular item that raffle. So Bryden's, <laughs> uh, Bryden's a big uh, big sponsor of this meet, and we big thank you on a show that goes to them guys. Of uh, the there's a link for their their Facebook or not their Facebook their their website in the notes there so if you want to go buying some prepper food and supplies yep. check Bryden out absolutely uh this year we had a couple of new uh new sponsors Writing and rain was another one uh, they have military style notebooks that you can write on in the rain and it's pretty cool i've used these yep. when i was in the military years ago and uh these are the same thing they're just greatest thing yeah Inside it was neat to see them you can write
0: it was neat to see that on your list um, yeah yeah, they were out this pretty year, pretty cool. as I, I had no idea, obviously not being there this year and to see them on the list is like, okay, they, that has a real spot in preparedness because if you're out in, in climate weather and you want to take some notes or write something down or whatever it is you need to remember, that's a perfect application right there. Those I've used those pads as well, um, in my professional life, and. Mm-hmm. They're they're fantastic. They work quite well, and they're handy to have, especially when you're out in the middle of that rainstorm or you're out in you know some not so great weather, and you got to jot something down. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So good uh, good move on their part of getting uh, getting involved.
2: Yeah, and the other cool thing they did was when you signed in this year, everybody bought got a little pocket uh, pocket book of uh, of that write and rain book, just a small one that they could uh, take it with them. So everybody got one. So everybody scored a little swag right off the bat when they signed well, now it. am I'm,
0: now I'm extra mad that I didn't get uh, to come yeah, out this You year. missed out. You missed, I out, missed out on out the Jeff. swag.
2: I'm going to get my plug in at Jeff, too, because he missed out, too. hmm Yeah. And Survival Frog, uh, that's another company. Again, I there's a link for their website on in the notes. And uh, they have all types of survival gear. And they had some great items for our raffle this year as well, too.
0: Yeah, I'd never heard of them before. That's uh, oh, it's which is good. It's good to see new uh, new companies out. It, uh, assuming they're new, I haven't heard from I uh, heard of them, so maybe they're uh, maybe they're old and I just haven't heard, or maybe they're new. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's good. Uh, do you recall what kind of things they had uh, available there?
2: Yeah, they donated um, a couple of really cool solar rechargeable battery packs. That kind of nice. flips out like accordion style with a solar pad mm-hmm. on it, and I don't remember the milliamp hours this thing would store up. Of power, but you could uh, store quite a bit of power in it. Uh, it was a great raffle item, and sadly, I didn't win now. Somebody walked away uh, with a good price. Also.
0: <laughs> no, that's good.
2: And vendors this year, well, we've had a repeat of some of the great, great folks we've had for the last <laughs> few years. Agency Surplus, Premier yep. Military Surplus Gear, great stuff. I dropped a few dollars here on a Canadian Military Sleep System this year for my. My winter camping set, and uh, I'm real pleased with it. It's a great great sleeping bag, great shape, just excellent shape for surplus gear. Good bunch of fellas. And yep. they also sponsored a, a bug-out bag starter kit for the raffle as well, and a uh, nice. military backpack and some gear in there as well. So, yeah, oh, that's awesome. really, really good bunch of fellas. And the Great Ape Empire, they were back this year again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Great Ape's a 100% uh, veteran-owned company from Wyerton, Ontario. Uh, again, nice. military surplus gear, and uh, they've got bug out gear, coffee, and candles, even. So you know oh, you can even get that there.
0: Coffee. Now gotta we're talking that, my gotta language. Got to have that nope.
1: coffee. I'll
2: tell you. Got to have coffee. It makes the world go around. Yep. And uh, a little bit of their, a little bit of their funding goes into uh, support military veterans as well. So a bunch even of better. Health. Yeah. And Andres Alpacas. They had the, the alpaca wool, wool products. Mm-hmm. They've been there for a couple of years now. Uh, they had some stuff. Uh, a good. So somebody.
1: somebody oh, sorry, sorry. There, I, forgot, yeah. I was going to say no. somebody. Correct me if I'm wrong. If, if my understanding is right, um, you there's really like alpaca stuff. A, it's apparently as warm as hack, um, mm-hmm. and B, it's non non allergic, non allergic or whatever. Yeah. If you not if you're, like, allergic to wool or something, no yeah. problem with alpaca stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. And they got some beautiful stuff, beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. And they bring the alpacas too. <laughs> well, they, actually brought,
1: they actually
0: brought the alpacas.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And we had Tamara McKay, who does the Thrive Life mm-hmm. products. Yep. She was there again this year. She had a nice, yes. nice prize pack of some Thrive Life food for the raffle table as well. That was another popular item. I put a couple of tickets in on that too, but I didn't win. <laughs> I didn't win nothing ah. this year. I oh come
0: know. on. Nothing <laughs> at all.
2: <laughs> no. But she was she had uh, she had a booth set up there and uh, there's some, um, um Paisley mushrooms. They were there. Mm-hmm. I've I never I think I think they're new. I don't remember seeing them before. They have all kinds of shiitake mm-hmm. mushrooms and medicinal mushrooms and good stuff. I don't think they had any of those funny mm, of mushrooms. But yeah <laughs> they I guess there's a link for cool. all these guys in the uh in the show notes yep. as well. And if I missed anybody, I apologize. But uh, I think that's all I could all I could find scraping through my list of pictures and notes that I took over the prefers meet. Well, oh, yeah, that's just,
0: that is awesome time. to see. Because uh, I remember days going where I was the only booth, which was interesting. And then <laughs> there'd be some other random, uh, like Che, the the organizer would have some stuff from other people, uh, mm-hmm. and then slowly other booths would set up and then break down. Uh, so it's kind of neat to see. That there's all these new sponsors and vendors that are there, which just speaks to the fact that it's the word is getting out there, right? Oh, and the more and more people yeah. are getting involved, right? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. it's neat to see. Uh, and and I assume they were there throughout the whole the whole weekend.
2: Yeah, the whole weekend. They were
0: yeah. there the whole yeah. weekend. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, it's good to have that kind of. Location for people to come and even just check stuff out and get ideas. Not necessarily mm. have to buy stuff. No, but you don't just chat with them. Get managers, ideas, right? and chat. Get and ideas. And chat put it and on your Christmas your, list. Right. Exactly. I, I had all kinds of awesome conversations with people when uh, when I had my booth set up. I always set a booth up. I so said this is the, the, first year I missed and I still ticked about it. But, I've had tons and tons of really good just conversations with folks. Never bought a thing, right? But, you just make that connection and you chat with them. And I got some ideas from people. I know I gave other people ideas. It was. uh, it was neat to see, and it's it's nice to see that uh, there's booths there throughout the entire weekend now, whereas, like I said, there was times I was the only one there, and then I'd pack down, and there'd be other people that would set up, and so it's uh, that's good.
2: Oh, we had good stuff going on all weekend. It was really great. Yeah. Really great. great.
0: And should so we, we chat the raffle table?
2: Yeah, we've touched on it a little bit already. Yeah,
0: no? that's a, that's that's a big draw. The raffle it's table is draw. always a big draw, it's
2: always out there. Catherine yep. sets that up out there and puts all the goods on display, and yep. everybody hovers around and salivates over what wonderful <laughs> treasures they might be able to <laughs> score. Yep, and uh, again, sponsors donate to that, vendors donate, other supporters mm-hmm. donate. Some of the folks from within the within the group donated prizes for that thing as well. Uh, Just rattle off some of the things we had this year. We had freeze dried food from Tamara McKay and Mm -hmm. Brighton. We had the backpack from from uh, H or God, forget. God, I forgot their name. Having a brain fart. Sorry, agency surplus. surplus? Sorry, agency surplus. Yes, they they donated a backpack, a a starter. Uh, bug Out Kit, we have the solar charges we mentioned before, nice. the Right and Rain Notebooks. Uh, Paul Tarsitano from Inc. donated a survival kit. Nice. Uh, Dave Arama, he had his, his book there, uh, How to Start Fire with Water, and he had some survival mm-hmm. courses. Um, that Ma- Amanda Mayhew, that hunting girl that was there last yep. year. She uh, she couldn't come this year, but she donated some really good stuff to the raffle. Some really nice clothing, hat, hoodies, and some some goodies nice. that uh, yeah that drew a lot of interest. Uh, some folks made some beautiful handmade charcuterie boards. A Ooh. couple of those uh, we had a folding backpack or a folding folding chair. Mm-hmm. The Agawa Canyon folding saw that seems to be quite popular there. They have one of those quite often from Agawa Canyon. Uh, some herbal stuff, some essential oils, some mushrooms from the mushroom folks, uh, some candies. God forbid I didn't need those, but I did sample <laughs> them. They were quite good. Uh,
0: yeah, you got to sample candies. You can't not. Uh, you
2: do. It's, it's got to happen. And then we had some cool uh, annual preppers meet swag. They had some new uh, new hoodies and t-shirts made up. I saw all this those wonderful new logo yeah. here. Yeah, yep. the decal, and nice. uh, they had some swag there. So uh, yeah, it was a it was a great great thing. We there's pictures on the on the Facebook page of all the prize winners, and uh, all the happy smiling faces. There's a lot of good stuff, just a lot of good stuff. I probably missed a few things. I'm sure I have because there's just so much good stuff on offer. Yeah,
0: it's always such a popular spot, and again another spot where everybody kind of congregates, and you get all kinds <laughs> yeah, of cool little conversations going on. And yeah, but, uh, yeah, there's always there's there's always a, a group of people there throughout the day just chit chatting. Throwing ballots in the in the containers and just seeing what you can win—it's uh, yeah, it's a bet. neat little table. There's always something new, uh, something new there, and something neat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How about we get into the presenters? What did we have this year? What, uh, what was going on presenter-wise?
2: Well, we had some great guys this year. Our keynote speaker this year is mm-hmm. Zachary Galt from Primitive Living. Now well, Zachary's a cool young guy. He's been there a couple of times now. I've seen him, and uh, he's been on that reality TV show. I forget the name of the darn show now. I should have looked it up, but I didn't. Um, and his talk this year, he was our keynote speaker, and he gave a talk on the difference between reality TV shows and mm-hmm. real-life survival because there was a difference, as you can imagine, right? Uh, he put on a good presentation about that, and then he, uh, he did some friction fire work because Zach's uh, very good at friction fire. and uh, He, put on he was on Alone. Oh, was Alone? That's the one he was on?
0: Okay. Yeah, I just uh, just Googled it.
2: Oh, good. But you're faster than I am. I'm not that. Bad.
0: <laughs> like I said, computer nerd. We're good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm a little slow with that stuff. But, but yeah, Zach put on a good presentation, and uh, he did a great job. It was we're really glad to have him this year. Uh, something new again this year was a, a lady called Katia and her 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 man Nargi G I'm, Guitarmo, I'm not exactly sure how you pronounce his name, so I apologize if I uh, fired that up, but they talked about off-grid communities. They're working on an off-grid community uh, up in Kirkland Lake area, yep. and they have a property up there, and they were looking for folks that might be interested in going up and and uh, working up with an off-grid community. Is that about the one property?
0: on Swan Lake, or is that a different one?
2: They, it's, it, it's, they're not attached with that boreal forest medieval okay. village, but yep. I think this is it, they're closely related in in a way. I gotcha. again I'm fuzzy on the details of it, but no, that's okay. there, there's a link in there for I, for her I believe Perfect. that we can uh, that folks can yeah. check up on. Uh, that was that was interesting, very interesting.
0: Yeah, that uh, would have been awesome the, to listen to and, and kind of see where they're going where they're going with that and what their plan is.
2: Because mm-hmm. most of those are set up like they're way up there. Uh, Kirkland Lake's a fair drive. And uh, mm-hmm. in unorganized townships, so you can, yep. can do all kinds of different things. So they're getting hassled with the, with the building code people.
1: Well, that's that. I was, I was just going to say, you sometimes have to drive a long ways to uh, find an unorganized township that's not going to yep. give you the runaround. So
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Building code still applies as far as I know, but a lot of other things don't.
2: Yeah, they're right? uh, so yeah, yeah. You can't build uh you can't build junk, but nope. they're yeah. uh, they're pretty lenient with. With, with yeah, there's
0: there's and no like bylaws and, and all that kind of stuff and yeah, yeah it's a yeah. lot of things that you can skip over with a uh, an unincorporated uh, mm-hmm. township, which and is nice. They are,
2: yeah, they're hard to find. Yes, and they're up there. But yeah, that was that was interesting. I w- I was quite interested. In that. we had Steve Thomas there. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys know Steve Thomas. He uh, nope. he he does sling. He makes these cool little slingshots. He he attends the uh, harvest gathering. He's been there. Yep. And uh, he's quite a character. He's a fun guy. He donated a, uh, I forgot about this, he donated a uh, a rocket stove to the raffle mm. that he built for someone. Mm. And uh, someone ordered this thing and didn't pick it up. So Steve donated it to the raffle. It was, it was cool. Yeah, but Steve had a slingshot up there and he did a nice interactive shooting demonstration and everybody got to fire the slingshot at some targets and nice. and, and uh, talk and, yeah, he would uh you had a pretty good presentation going on. Everybody got a shot.
0: That's another fun part that we should mention about the preppers meet is there's a lot of hands-on type of things mm-hmm. that go on. It's not it's not a, hey, let's all just gather in a spot and listen to a talking head. There, and there are some presentations that are like that, and they have to be, right? You just can't yeah. do them interactively. But yeah. there's a lot that are just, cool, let's do some talking, and now let's get you actually doing it, which yeah. is just awesome. It's yeah, yeah, exactly. a great experience that way. You get the, generates you get a lot the, of interest. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's it's yep. really good that way.
2: Steve is, Steve was good at that too. He was uh, he was good at managing an audience. Oh, nice. and then there's of course our dear friend Brian mm-hmm. Optenkelder. Chief uh, of yes. Survival. Yep. One of our regular presenters. And he was doing sure. good old hands on close quarters combat ups this year. Now Brian's another one of those guys. He gets in and works a crowd and everybody gets to mm-hmm. participate and do a little spiring with one another while Brian supervises and yeah, it's cool. he's got some good stuff, yep. and uh, he also had another another presentation on packing for the apocalypse what 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 do you need <laughs> to bring when you're packing up but again, it's really good stuff Brian's a real wizard of knowledge there he's got so, oh, much, yes. yep. so much good stuff again, yeah, he's been around for
0: his... quite quite some time too with the the pepper
2: meat yeah. Yeah, Check out the Sheepdog Survival uh, website and uh, there's all kinds of stuff on there. Courses you can sign up for and events you can take part in. Learn some good skills. Uh, Let's see. What else do we have? Dave Arama. Dave's a regular there too as well. WSC Survival School. Dave's been in the prepper world God. Forever. Forever. (laughs) Forever. (laughs) Yeah, he's been... uh, into bushcraft and uh, survival skills and he had some presentation this year on uh, prepping for off-grid living that was interesting so it kind of tied in with the off-grid communities and uh he put out a good presentation on that and then he gave another presentation later on about how to survive in the wilderness 101 because there's only so much you can do in in a couple of hours so yep but uh Dave was there and he had all his displays set up and his books on sale and his courses that nice. people could sign up for and get some information on, and so on. It's always good. Dave's always a interesting character. He's always got some, and he had good Gordon Lightfoot tunes. I'm uh-huh. a big Gordon Lightfoot there fan, go. and Dave, Dave said Gordon Lightfoot was a big inspiration for him. So he was wow. flogging the Gordon Lightfoot tunes, did a little singing for us. That was embarrassing, yes. but he did a good job. I, I, I <laughs> can't recall too much for that, but yeah, it was good. It's very good. And another popular fellow this year was good old Wolf Starchild of Barefoot ah, Bushcraft. Yes. Wolf had the black powder rifle, or not rifle, black powder gun shooting, yep. and uh, that drew a good crowd. I think I think everybody there got the fire at least once, so everybody awesome. got some hands-on on the black powder rifle. And Wolf he can he can work a crowd. He's a he's a oh, great yeah. great person with people. He's got great people skills, and he has people interested all the time, and you can really take them one-on-one and and show them how to handle a Handle the gun and safely and how to all the intricacies of loading it and shooting and so on. And good old Wolf, he also had an archery display because Wolf does in his business down there at uh, Font Hill, down in the Niagara Peninsula, there he has a bushcraft school and he does archery, lots of archery for, for kids and adults and where people can go and have camps and shooting. And it's a, it's a great, great little presentation he put on. Everybody got the fire, the recurve bow, and they had a good time.
1: Nice.
0: Again, more hands-on I, stuff. And right? I,
1: I think, if from my end of it, I think archery for 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 prepping is absolutely a, a huge thing. I mean, you know, eventually, depending on how long bad things go or whatever, mm-hmm. you're going to run out of ammunition. You're going to run out of. You're going to. But if you if you've got a bow and you've got a way to make an arrow, you can you can find food and. Yeah, I I just think it, and 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 sadly, I think it's it's a lost art amongst a lot of people.
2: Yep. Yes, yes, I agree. Yep. Yeah, the archery uh, and
0: the slingshot is
2: yeah slingshots both go as hand well. Yep, because you can you can do a great job of taking down some small game with them slingshots. Like yep. those were a powerful little slingshots Steve had. It was they're pretty impressive little units, and he had yeah, the two- them to sale there as well. He builds them himself. It's <laughs> nice. pretty cool.
0: Yeah, two things I think, and I agree with Jeff that just the, the preparedness, comp- uh, preparedness community just doesn't really think about. Everybody just focuses firearms, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Those exactly. are two
0: other things that are they could be huge, right?
2: But archery is cool and it's quiet. Yep. Don't make no yep, noise. Exactly. Some of those slingshots, yep. quiet. You don't have to exactly. worry about disturbing anybody if you're out hunting nope. for some game, and you can
1: or or it. or making the noise and people going somebody over there.
2: Right. Somebody over there, you know, it's like the these whole, days,
1: the whole somebody's gonna call. thing, and yep,
2: get the SWAT team on you. <laughs> Sadly,
1: <laughs> and and exactly like Dave said in the uh, live chat, there arrows are reusable.
2: Yep, yes, they are. Arrows are reusable as long as you don't lose them really good. I've lost a yep. few really good, never <laughs> good find them, but uh, yep. if you can find them, yep, yeah, they're uh, they're reusable, and yep. that's yep. that's the nice thing about arrows, right? And you can start. Practicing your making them skills while you still got some too, if you have to. So exactly. that's always good. And Sherry D. Sherry's been there uh, several times too. She's a she's a great presenter. Does an excellent, excellent and timely lesson this year on uh, on urban awareness. You know, with all the stuff mm-hmm. going on down in the city, with all the things going on in the subways and so on in Toronto, mm-hmm. people really need some awareness skills on, on how to watch and, yep. and how to look for look out for trouble, how to avoid trouble. Because you don't want to yep. get in trouble, you want to avoid trouble. That's the smart person avoids trouble. And she puts on a good demonstration again, good hands-on demonstration on how to handle yourself and how to get yourself out of a out of a pickle if somebody was to uh, confront you. So she did a she did a good job, very good job. And then your dear friend Kevin, who uh, filled in for Eric this year doing the radios, yep. yeah, yep. Kevin did a great job putting on his presentation.
0: I had yep. no doubt he'd do good. Nope.
2: Yep, he did a he did a good job. He made you proud, Eric.
1: You will have to give good. him a good. raise. Good. Broken leg or not, he would do a good job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I noticed he didn't break uh, break a leg this year because as soon as he heard I wasn't going, he's like, "Yep, I'll be there."
2: No, he didn't uh, <laughs> break a leg this year. He was very well behaved, and uh, you know, full disclosure, he give me fifty dollars to say all this to put a good plug in for him here on this show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yeah, fair I'll enough. Collect on that yep. later. <laughs> <laughs> But no, all fun aside, Kevin did a great job. <laughs> yep. He did a great job. That's good. Let's see. Who's next on the list? Good old bug out Dan. Dan Flowers. Yep. No, there's a there's a guy of many talents. I love Dan. Oh, yeah. I like to sit and listen to him day in and day out. He can go on and on. He's got so much knowledge and so many skills. This year, he was teaching a class on, uh, on fitness and uh, exercise and uh, diet. And... Uh, Wow, I was quite blown away by that. As a short, little, fat guy, you know, I could I could really use some of that, and uh, I'm going to try this winter. My try my best to put uh, some of Dan's skills to skills to use and see if I can't be a little slimmer and trimmer there come next year's prep for me. But yeah, great job for Dan. Great job, Uh, Karen Stevenson. Now Karen's a regular. Does wild from wild edible food. She does. A great wild edible walk she has a great website that you can find on the show notes there as well She's so got a youtube channel and karen always captivates a crowd she takes them all around for this long nature walk introduces them to the different foods and she can pick them out right there on the site different plants that are edible and she'll talk about them and answer all your questions and she gives nature walks throughout the year at, at various locations you just got to Again, keep an eye on her website and, and sign up for some of her courses and buy some of her books. She's got some really good books. I've got all of them. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I, just one more. I got to get. I got to get one more, and I'll have her whole collection. But uh, yeah, Karen does a great job. Great job. Uh, a new fellow I never met this till this year. Tell Stallerchuk, he come this year and uh, he built this amazing smoker. You no, know, it's like a TP type yeah. smoker. And they yep. lit a fire on that beast, and uh, they prepared a bunch of duck and chicken, and I don't know what else. There might have been some pork in there as well. And they smoked that all day long. And God, it was smelling pretty good by the time supper time come rolling around. And he <laughs> he uh, opened it up and spread it out and cut it all up. And quite a few people got a sample of his uh, of his nice smoked meat. That was pretty cool. He had, and he talked to people Jeez. about how to build it and set it up and so on. Sweet,
1: yeah.
2: And another new fellow this year, Doug Flinders of Flinders Adventures. A uh, nice young fellow, again, from down Niagara Falls area. He, uh, he's got a website. Again, I put all his information on there. He's got a Facebook page as well. You can find him on Facebook. And uh, he taught folks firecraft skills, you know, uh, making nice. uh, feather sticks and, and so on, how to get, how to get fire started from, with a flint, flint steel and fire steel. Yep, pretty cool. Nice young fella, did great. Nice. Now uh, we got another young, uh, nice young lady called Jody, and I don't know her last name. I'm afraid I couldn't couldn't find out before before we did this. She was uh, both a presenter and a and a vendor, and uh, I believe she had some of her essential oils in the in the raffle as well. I might have mismentioned that earlier, but she was uh, teaching everybody about about essential oils and how useful they can be for. Uh, medicinal purposes and so on. So it was interesting as well. Uh, Daniel Grayman. Now he was working with with the grade eight fellows. He came in, but he put on an interesting presentation on root marking and warning devices. So if you want to set up warning devices, so if you're out there and you don't want people coming close to you, how to uh, detect them and deter them. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Daniel was a good speaker as well. He was interesting. Interesting guy to listen to. And back again this year, we had Bob Wormer. Bob was, uh, he gave us a little primer on small engine repair. That's always something interesting. Cause yep. you like generators and wood splitters and so many different things you can use in preparedness.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Have a small engine. As long as we That's got gasoline, true. we're, we're good to go. And, uh, Bob, Bob's pretty good at fixing up small engines and he was giving everybody a, just a quick primer on, on small engines, how they work and how to fix them and a little bit of troubleshooting skills. Interesting fellow to talk to. Very nice. And last but not least, we had some, and again, another new group this year called the Barry Lighthouse. And uh, they give an interesting presentation on networking. Now, There's all, all kinds of preppers out there. We know they're out there. Yeah, but we just don't know how to hook up with them or how to meet them and so on. So you can connect with the Barry Lighthouse Group, and again, their their information is on our in our notes, and uh, and uh, they'll point you in the right direction. So I live in Central Ontario, Kawartha Lakes area, so they can point me towards some people that are over here. And if you live down Niagara or if you live, you know, Southern Ontario or Western Ontario you can, they can match up with some like-minded people out there and you can maybe attend some meetings and get togethers with them. So it was pretty cool. That, that could
0: be really useful for people that are looking to put together a mutual assistance group or something. <laughs> well, that's just it. I right? don't know who to reach out to in
2: their you area. You don't know that's who to awesome. reach out to? Yeah, it's okay. You know, you come to the preppers meet from all over the place, but but who's in my area that's close by that I can, we can get together with every once in a while and, and go go do a little camping and do a little skills training and so on and so on. It's it's good to good to have a group of people like that. Are you in, that's uh, really to know neat. who's close by that you can count on and trust if you need yep. something? Right. That's awesome. So that's good. So I think I think that concludes yeah. all our all our presenters this year. Again, that's there was awesome. a lot of stuff. Just a lot of stuff. We were going from nine o'clock in the morning till ten o'clock Friday night, Saturday night, yep. and then Sunday. We packed it at about three o'clock. So it was well, three full days of. Good, 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 good stuff.
0: So, awesome. so let's talk a little bit about the scheduling. So, uh, do the talks just happen once? Do they happen multiple times throughout different days, or mm. how does that work?
2: Sometimes things will overlap. Sometimes it depends on 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 a lot of things because uh, the scheduling is kind of dynamic. Sometimes, sometimes people that <laughs> yep. say they're coming don't come, and right. uh, we got to do a little ad lib. Uh, I know mm-hmm. Dave Aramba jumped in and filled in, and. Some others popped in and filled in for some other people that, that didn't come this year that, that couldn't make it for and had to bail out at the last minute. Right. So the you know, schedule is kind of dynamic, and yep. you will have two things going concurrently sometimes. So yep. uh, that's the sad reality of life is you gotta hope that they're not two things that you want to see. <laughs> and uh, yep, but sometimes they repeat. You know, it just depends. Yeah. It's it's, right. it's it's quite dynamic. It's quite yep. dynamic.
0: And I've, I've always found, too, being both a, a presenter and an attendee at uh, at some presentations that after the presentation's done or even the following day, those presenters are still around and are willing to chat with you and talk to you and, yes. and share their information. Uh, you know, around the campfire at night, there's always some awesome mm-hmm. conversations that happen between yep. participants and presenters. And so it, it's not always that, OK, I've missed out that presentation. I'm never going to get the information. There's other ways to get it. You don't have to be at the presentation. You can get it just That's through chatting great. with people that night or chatting with the actual presenter themselves. That's the cool part about this mm-hmm. gathering is everybody is so approachable and willing yeah. to talk to you and, and just share their knowledge. So it, you can chat up whoever you want, whenever, uh, you know, and, and get the information if you're not able to make mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm.
2: it's, it's yep. neat We're that way. We're all camped and out there.
0: Yep. Everybody, yeah. So, and you know, everybody's kind of close quarters camped yeah. out. It's uh, so, it's, yeah, it's it's a really neat atmosphere.
2: Yeah, that's one of the nice things is yeah, you miss something or say you'd yeah, like to talk to them about that because I really like that. I like a little more yeah. information and you can you can go by and approach them and and, and talk talk to them about it and everybody. Very approachable, yeah. good. Just just a good bunch of folks. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool.
0: Absolutely. And then the, the list of presenters here, it's it's neat to see it uh, on like written out like this and see just the wealth of information, right? They like were going oh. from looking for wild Uh, edible you know mushrooms and other plants around to small engine repair right like Mm -hmm. where where else do you get that
2: yeah you're not going to get that anywhere else you
0: don't you really aren't covering all the bases here and all kinds of of very knowledgeable skilled people that Mm -hmm. uh, just come out to share what they have and share what they know and uh, yeah you, you just you don't get that anywhere else it's it's no. a it's a neat little gathering and I shouldn't even call it a little gathering anymore because it's
2: getting big it's getting big this this
0: is uh yeah it's good to see and it's it's nice to it's nice to see that it's uh, it's expanding and we're getting all kinds of new expert presenters in mm-hmm. uh, returning presenters as well and and just the um, uh, everything is just like i said expanding and going well and and it's continuing to grow so which is good, and kind of segues us into, uh, you have an exciting announcement.
2: I do, I do. All right, let's she, hear it. She is uh, cornered me into putting on this uh, the, the super exciting announcement. So, so I'm just going to get right into that. Now, Dean let's and Catherine it. have graciously hosted the annual preppers meet on their property for the past few years now. And with this year's attendance of well over 200 people, or 200 happy campers, I should say. We have <laughs> sadly, we come to the conclusion we've outgrown this location. Uh, so Che is actively working on securing a new venue that's capable of supporting our ever-growing flock of happy campers. Uh, so he's he's looking at a, a new site that will be able to host all our campers, all tent people, RV people, all on one site. So there's no more need to shuttle back and forth, and RVs got to stay off site and you got to park your vehicle off site and your camps on site and then you're going back and forth and the just the logistical nightmare of doing all that which was that was time consuming for a lot yeah. of folks. <laughs> I don't yeah. think people have any idea how much effort and oh, and uh,
0: there's a lot the, of behind the scenes work that goes into that oh. but it runs incredibly smoothly. Yeah,
2: exactly. So oh. so that's the that's the big news. So so yeah. stay tuned to our good old annual Preppers Meet facebook page the website for breaking news when it becomes available we'll be filling yep. you in on what's going on on uh, on this new venue and that's all no, we're saying for now the rest of us top secret
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah need to know bases and you don't quite need, need to know yet
2: but if yeah. you bribe me with chicken wings uh, you know i might i might, you might, let, might
0: it. let it slip might let it slip well, that's awesome. Like I said, it's really cool to to see this uh, this whole event uh, just start from like a small group of people, get a little bit larger each year, and mm-hmm. get to the point now where it's uh, it's hitting over two hundred people showing up, which is just fantastic. So it's uh, it's it's been fun to watch and fun to see uh, see it expand and get bigger, and and I'm looking forward to uh, to making it out next year because uh, I'm going to mark the calendar as soon as mark we it, uh, know the dates once see the
2: dates which is yep. usually you know the in in the first little bit of July so hopefully yep. it'll it'll stay the same um, another thing i like to put a little plug in for like uh, there's a sure. lots of talent out there that listen to this program so yep. if you think that you might have something that you would like to teach present yep. or put forward to the I want to be a presenter or a vendor on the annual preppers meet just uh, Shoot Shay an email at info at com, and uh, discuss with him about what you might want to do because there's always, always an opportunity for some good stuff because there's lots of good knowledgeable people out there that have things they can contribute.
0: And I'm sure you'll be looking for some volunteers too, right? If, uh, oh, if Always looking
2: for and, volunteers, yeah. Some of us are getting old. Eh? Not going <laughs> as fast as we used to be. Uh,
0: so if presenting <laughs> right. or, or teaching isn't exactly your thing or you, you just want to help out in other ways, oh, uh, heck, uh, I, I, put in an email and volunteer to help out yeah. to work behind the scenes because they can always use the help. To, if Things run incredibly smoothly as it is, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, having an extra set of hands to help out can, can never be a bad thing.
2: Yep, because goodness knows what Chase got planned. Like last year we had a food truck. That's uh, right. This year, yep. this year we cooked ourselves. Yep. So this year we had, you know, barbecue set up and we cooked burgers and potato salad and macaroni salad and so on. It was it was pretty awesome. good. But we all that's did good. that ourselves. So, you know, yep. there was always, always need of help for that. And yep. there's always help needed for cleaning up and setting yep. up, and preparing and so on. So yep. well,
1: that's awesome. good.
0: That's good. Oh, yeah. Awesome. It's uh yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a great venue to get out to. It's tons and tons of knowledgeable people, all kinds of skills to learn. And I, I'm excited to see what, uh, what comes of, uh, of things next year, where it ends up and who comes out to, uh, to share their knowledge. Cause it's,
2: mm-hmm. exactly. it's only
0: going to get bigger and better.
2: Only going to get bigger and better. And the awesome. folks you meet and the networking skills and the contacts you make are, yep. you know, you just can't put a price on that. It's no, it's absolutely amazing. Every year I meet some new folks that I know, nope. I absolutely love and can't wait to see them next year, hopefully yep. even before that. Uh, right. I should put a plug in for this as well, because every once in a while, she has a, will put on a smaller event and yep. usually post that in, on the annual Preppers Meet website or yep. meetup.com. That's another place right. where you'll post stuff. and yeah, Maybe they're just one-day affairs or something, and God knows where they're going to be. They could be at different locations, but... Yep. Uh, sometimes, you know, you have the option of camping out overnight and doing some, doing some skills and meeting some folks. So yep. keep an eye on all of these things, the annual Preppers Meet website, the Facebook page, and meetup.com. And yep. uh, just hook I should up also, with I
0: should also mention, too, that the uh, the Prepper Meet is uh, kid-friendly. So oh, yes, kid-friendly. We if have you got kids. younger ones, bring them out as well. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's friendly for them. Uh, if I recall correctly, dogs are, are good as well. I think they were last yep. year.
2: Yep, so, dogs were there. You yep. know, they got to be, they got to be leashed, and they got to be yep. well behaved, and you got to yep. clean up after them. But uh, yep. you no, know, you can, you can bring the dog. Yep, bring
1: the dog, uh, bring the dog
0: rug rats. Few. Yep,
2: there's a few this
1: Manage year. young
0: to learn. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. So.
2: But the kids, yeah, it's good to see the kids out. Yeah, And you get the same ones coming back every year.
0: <laughs> you sure do, yep. And, uh, I, I won't uh, ever forget the one year I was I was there doing the uh, the ham radio communications talk. And at the end of it, I had a whole bunch of the, the little Bale Fang radios like these guys here mm-hmm. uh, that I'd used for the demonstration, and they all came and, and wanted to use them for a little bit. I'm like, sure, here you go. I must have handed out about 10 <laughs> or 15 of them. And they were oh, just God, running, around, running around, chatting with each other, hiding in the woods, and all 15 came back, right? Mm-hmm. It was awesome.
2: Oh yeah. So, they had a great time. They're good yeah, kids. Yeah. Oh Never yeah, had always, an issue yeah. with any.
0: Never. No. No, like I said, <laughs> always it's always a good group. Tons of awesome people. It's, it's a good goal, but I figured to uh, get the, get the plug in there too, for those of you with Rugrats and, and dogs yes. and such. Yes. yes bring yes, them along.
2: Yes. Quite an inclusive crowd. yeah Everybody's welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> awesome.
0: Uh, any, anything else to add Terry about, uh, the annual Preppers meet this year or oh, any, God. uh, final thoughts? Fine.
2: I think I've flogged everything here that I can think of off the top of my head perfect uh, yeah, again, just stay tuned to the facebook page if there's if there's anything that comes up or anything, and i I get bios on there of most of our presenters. I keep working at them, yep. so you can read a lot about their background and what they've done and 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 you know they really are really really are good at what they do <laughs> um, nope. There's quite a bit of info on the Facebook page. We me try and put a little stuff on there to stimulate a bit of comp. Con, uh, yep. Conversation yep. <laughs> regularly. So, yeah. Uh,
0: and we'll keep everybody, of course, updated as well. If I hear anything uh, that's going on or anything that needs to be plugged or pushed along, uh, we'll make sure that it gets out on the podcast as well so that there's multiple ways for people to, uh, to hear about it and, and get updates.
2: Beauty. Yeah. We'd be forever grateful.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, happy to push the words. Like I said, it's a fantastic gathering. So,
2: yeah, sure it is.
0: All right, well, with that, let's move into the podcast challenge for, uh, for this episode. So the podcast challenge is set aside uh, the dates for the annual peppers meet as soon as they are uh, published uh, and just get out there and, and get to the meet next year. So, Right on. It's an easy one. you got a year to complete this one, so lots
2: of yep. time. Got lots of time. We'll <laughs> have it posted as quick as we have it.
0: Perfect. Uh, upcoming events: We got uh, TACOM 2023 coming up September 8th, 9th, and 10th at the uh, International Center. That's in uh, Mississauga, Ontario. So check out uh, TACOMCanada.com. We'll see if it uh, gets up and off the ground this year. So I think they've had a bit of a rough go the last couple. yeah, uh, So yeah, hopefully.
1: Yeah, seems like they're they're still they're still going as, Good. as long as the government cooperates. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, which it's is questionable at best. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's exactly. a discussion for Monday night. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly.
0: Uh, Jeff, you got a weather blurb.
1: Uh, I do basically in one word, uh, hot. Mm -hmm. Um, it's probably going to, um, they've said July is going to probably be the hottest month on record. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, at least I know where I live. Um, we've had more than enough heat warnings and very, very hot days. So, uh, just make sure that you're taking care of yourself uh, as well as others. Check on those who may be affected by the heat. Uh, I'm thinking especially of elderly people, elderly parents, neighbors, whatever. Um, if you have to be outside or you, or have to work, make sure you stay hydrated. Um, obviously, if you're sweating a lot, make sure you drink lots of water. But you may, uh, you may also want to top off with some kind of an electrolyte drink to replace the electrolytes you're going to get rid of. So your Gatorades, your Powerades, you know, um, those, those, those kind of drinks. Um, I will caveat this next comment, um, with depends who you talk to. So, um, avoid caffeine. Anybody who knows me knows, avoid (laughs) me until I've had my caffeine. Um, yeah. If I haven't had my coffee in the morning, don't bother me. Stay away. Um, Basically, what I'm talking talking about is, you know, don't have it at two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, If it's, you know, it's it's refreshing, um, it's nice to have, but if it's super hot outside, having alcohol really isn't the best thing. Um, Like caffeine, um, alcohol is a diuretic, so it will make you lose... um, what precious water or electrolytes or whatever that you have. So um, I'm not saying to not have any, just do it in moderation. Um, And obviously avoid hot drinks. Um, Again, the coffees, teas, that kind of stuff. Um, If you get overheated, um, and I will say this, if you get overheated, avoid, um, you want to cool down, but avoid super cold drinks. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Dumping something very cold into you when you are very hot could put you into shock. Nope. Um, so drink cool liquids, um, but not something that's ice cold. Um, find shade. Put a cool wet towel on the back of your neck. Um, find find a way to cool yourself down. Um, you know, if 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 you've got time and and you can move around, go somewhere that you know. Go to a cooling center. Go to a shopping mall. Something that's that's a little bit cooler um, to kind of wander around. Obviously, if you feel dizzy or you feel nauseated or sick to your stomach, chances are you probably should seek some medical advice or, or medical help because at that point you may be you may be into the realm of heat exhaustion or heat stroke or whatever. So um, better safe than sorry. Um, I mentioned it a couple episodes ago uh, with my. My tornado discussion. Uh, that on the weather front, uh, hot temperatures are the perfect recipe for severe storms. Uh, we've seen quite a few of them in uh, in Ontario here in the last week to ten days. Um, we've had several tornado touchdowns, um, some really, really severe thunderstorms uh, from the hot temperatures, um, causing, like I say, you know, causing the convection, causing the uh, the pop-up supercells. So, um, as always. You know, pay attention to your weather just because it's hot and sunny, which is probably the worst thing to be have, honestly. Um, Keep an eye for late-day storms. Um, We are approaching peak hurricane season. Um, Nothing yet, but it should be something, especially if you're in an area that could be potentially hit by a hurricane, something to keep in the back of your mind. Ocean temperatures around the southern U.S. are at an all-time high. Um, Obviously, Warm water is fuel. It's like throwing gasoline on a fire for a tornado to have, uh, to have those very strong, uh, very high temperatures in the water leads to very strong hurricanes. Uh, the North Atlantic, so, you know, the upper US, you know, like New York and, and up, the, up that way, uh, even into uh, the Maritimes of Canada, so Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, PEI, Newfoundland, that, they're way above normal. And those are the same conditions that led to uh hurricane Fiona last year uh, that caused pretty catastrophic damage to a lot of places in the Maritimes. So it happened then it can happen again. The same parameters are there. Um, if not a little bit more than last time. So if you get another hurricane that takes that same path, uh, you could be in for, for the same thing. So again, as I always say, don't be scared. Be prepared. Keep your eyes on the sky. Pay attention to your to the weather. Uh, there's no reason to be caught off guard. Awesome. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, deal of the week. You want to run with that one as well? Sure. So uh, one of our uh, actual presenters at the um, the Preppers Meet, Brian, and I'm not even going to try and pronounce his last name because I will mess it up for sure, Um he shared that uh, Home Hardware has a Milwaukee Tradesman knife uh, with a four-inch blade. It's on sale right now for 20 bucks. So if you're, you're looking for uh, an, e- an EDC or something to have, um, go check out Home Hardware there and have a look at that Milwaukee Tradesman knife for 20 bucks. Awesome.
0: Uh, for shout-outs, I'll just do a quick shout-out to uh, Che, Terry, and everybody else that uh, organizes the annual Peppers Meet. Uh, thanks for putting together such an awesome event. It uh, it just inspires everybody, gets everybody a little bit more prepared uh, each year, and just helps kind of push information out to those that are looking to uh, to learn and get into or continue to uh, uh, participate in this crazy thing we call uh, preparing so uh, thanks for taking the time it takes a lot of work to do i know it's uh it's a ton of uh, hours and dedication to make it go so appreciate it uh coming together every year
2: great well um, on behalf of everyone involved here we thank you for having us on and helping us flog the cause and of course putting it out there welcome back
1: anytime problem yep anytime yeah
2: well it's fun it's always fun coming on here with you fellas (laughs)
0: hi we try to make it fun right Yeah. Right on. All right. With that, I'll bring episode number 210 of the Canadian Prepper Podcast to an end. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or of course your favorite podcast app. Please help us out. Submit a review. It does help other people find us.
1: And we do record these shows live on Facebook and YouTube. So if you want an early peek at the show, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Canadian Prepper Podcast. Click the notifications tab. That will give you an alert when we are going live. Uh, if anybody wants to contact me, you can send an email to feedback at prepperpodcast.ca, or uh, I'm frequently on the Discord. All right, where can everybody find you, Terry?
2: Okay, so the annual Preppers Meet website is just annualpreppersmeet.com. You can find anything about the Preppers Meet on that. We also have a Facebook page, so just go into your Facebook search and type in "annuals annual Preppers Meet." Again, there's a Facebook page, or not a Facebook page, sorry, a Meetup page. So check that out, Ontario Prepper Survival Network on Meetup. And if you're really hard up for somebody to talk to, you can reach me at Terry L. Blackmore at hotmail.com. Awesome.
0: Uh, please check out uh, Rapid Survival at rapidsurvival.com. You can get me there on the live chat uh, while you're buying some Prepper gear. You can also email me at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Until next time, be prepared, stay safe,
1: and keep learning.